0: I'm Andy Barker, consultant sports physiotherapist, private practice owner, and the founder of the Newgrad Physio. Having experienced my own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, I know exactly what it takes to accelerate your learning and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked at my dream sports club, the Leeds Rhinos, for over 10 seasons, I now consult with a number of individual elite athletes and sporting organizations whilst running my own private practice. But my biggest passion is a new grad physio. I built the new grad physio to help new grad physios, sports therapists and sports rehabilitators just like you accelerate their own learning and learn the skill sets you need to become a competent, confident and competitive new grad physio. There are specific challenges you will face as a new grad therapist. And this podcast will deliver you actionable advice you can use to overcome these challenges and start your own successful new grad journey. So let's get started. So welcome back to the NeuroGraph Physio. In this podcast, I'm going to talk all about the circle of competency and I'm going to show you why the lack of competency in just one aspect of your clinical practice affects everything you do and might be the missing link on what's causing you to get less than favorable results in the patients you're working with. Specifically, I want to show you what the circle of competency is and why it's such a big problem. So why it's causing you to get, and then maybe those you know less than consistent results with your patient and how three key aspects you know are so so closely linked and why you know your lack of competency in just one small area can affect all your interventions as a new grad physio, sports therapist or speech reverber. And finally I want to show you, you know once you've identified a potential problem, maybe a flaw in your clinical practice, what you can do to sort of fix it up so you can get those you know consistent positive patient results with the patients then you're working with so if we're talking about clinical practice in this podcast as a therapist regardless of the area of your work regardless whether you're a physio sports therapist sports rehabber they are three key components to your clinical practice so ultimately what we do as a therapist we assess our patients we then use our treatment or hands-on treatment skills and then we put our patients through a program of rehab and in a real simplistic way that's it that's what we do we assess we treat and we rehab again keeping it really really simple if you see if you look at those three components and can see start to see how closely linked they are it's pretty obvious that you know our assessment comes first and then we'll use our interventions our treatment and our rehab but if we get our sort of assessment wrong you know if we if we're not able to get to the right diagnosis if you like with our with our patient identify the right problems and we lack competence in this area, then anything else we do after that point is going to be going to be flawed. It's going to be difficult if we're, if we're working with the you know the incorrect diagnosis to actually prescribe the the right hands-on treatment techniques and the right rehab to actually get our patients better, to get them out of pain and back to function. Equally, you, know, you could absolutely nail your assessment every time as a therapist, being you know, really good in terms of being able to extract the the meaningful from the meaningless information in both your subjective history and also then following it up with a really good objective history. Get to the end point of your assessment and be bang every time with with a diagnosis. But if you lack the competency in actually your manual therapy skills, your hands-on treatment skills, then maybe you struggle to get patients out of pain in those first few sessions. Maybe your, your assessment again is bang on and your treatment, your hands-on treatment is pretty good. But then you you know you lack competence in the in the rehab. So whilst maybe in those first sessions you can get your patients out of pain using your hands-on treatment skills, but then you really struggle to take a, a patient through a sort of full treatment plan. So you know, to get the sort of best results with the, the patients or athletes we're working with. What I'm trying to say is that we we need competency in all those areas in our assessments, in our hands-on treatment skills, and also in, into our rehab. So having worked in you know, a variety of different uh, domains for, for a long time now, but in private practice, and, and particularly in sport, you'll see practitioners, and this is not just therapists. this Might be you know using sport as an example, SNC coaches, you know like skill-based coaches. It could be you know nutrition staff. It doesn't really matter, you know what sort of role they do you know, some of the very good, you know, practitioners that I've worked with have, have not necessarily been the very, very best at one particular thing. The The best therapists tend to be the, and the best practitioners tend to be those that are actually, you know, very good at, you know, across the park. So, you know, if you, if you look at our, you know, therapy hat again, you know, like I say, you could be the, the best uh, rehab therapist in the world, be able to write the best rehab plan ever seen to to man. But if you're actually working off the wrong hymn sheet, i.e. you you're not able to actually assess properly in the in the first instance, and you're actually working with the wrong problem, then it doesn't matter how good the rehab program is, because you're also trying to fix problems that are probably not the main problems for this particular patient or athlete. So I think having that, you know, that that broad competency in your assessment skills, your hands-on treatment skills, and also your rehab skills is is definitely the sort of way to go. Going on a bit further, you know, the, the best best practitioners excel at all these things. They don't necessarily have, you know, flaws in uh, their competency in terms of their assessment skills, their hands-on treatment skills, and also their rehab. These practitioners also are the ones that are continuously striving to improve their competency in all these areas. They're never a sort of finished product. They're continuing to learn and want to get better to so even, you know, take their competency in these three areas: their assessment, hands-on treatment skills. And also their rehab skills to, to the next level so you can see how these three aspects are so closely linked and why the lack of competency in just one area is going to affect everything and affect all areas and ultimately it's going to affect the outcomes that you actually get with your patients and this ultimately is the, the circle of competency so if we know lack of competency maybe even just one small area of your practice is a problem and we know that it's going to cause you know, poor patient outcomes then sort of what do we do about it? Before even thinking about that, you first need to identify with your own practice, You know, which of these three components maybe you need to prioritize and need to sort of work on. Now, if I, if I put the spin on myself self, over the last uh, few years, particularly, uh, I felt like my subjective history, so actually my assess, part of my assessment was something that I needed to work on. And that for me was probably the product of me working in uh, an elite sport environment for, for a long period of time. And and in that sense, when you're working with a group of athletes, you you know so much about them. I could I could reel off, you know, the, the all the, the dates of birth, pretty much every injury they've ever had, because uh, you're working with the same sort of you know playing group. And it's that's a very different scenario when you're dealing with with, with someone like that, than if you're dealing with a, maybe a private patient you've seen for the first time in clinic, where you know nothing about this person, you're having to extract everything or, or all the meaningful information from that particular person. And, you know, for that reason and being involved in that environment in sport for so long, I just felt my subjective history was something that I needed to sort of brush up on, um, particularly so obviously then taking, trying to take my uh, private practice to sort of the next level and really get to the, the crux of, you know, why my patients were sort of coming to see me and being able to give deliver to them, you know, what I wanted to do, similar to how I was able to do in a sort of sports environment. So, you know, when those patients are coming into you in uh, private practice setting NHS setting you've, you don't really have any of those preconceived ideas you've maybe not seen their mechanisms of injury like you might have done in a, in a sports example if you're looking after a say a sports team or, or sort of athlete and you obviously don't know their outcome goals so this is all all information that you need to extract from that sort of new patient assessment and that can be quite different like I say in a, in a sort of sports setting so for me you know I I knew I needed to improve my competency. It's still something I'm sort of working on. It's not by by uh, no means a finished sort of finished thing, uh, improve my competency in relation to my um, subjective skills. So once I'd identified, you know what I need to work on, or after, I could put a strategy and a plan in place to be able to sort of do that. So then once you've identified for yourself, you know, what you want to work on, whether that relates to, like myself, the, the, your assessment, whether that relates to your hands-on treatment skill, skills or whether it relates to your sort of rehab programming and prescription, then you sort of need to put a, a plan in place to improve these skill sets, you know, and otherwise, you know, the, the end result, if you like, is that you're not going to get better at that thing, you're not going to get better at that aspect of your clinical practice, and you're still going to continue then with those less than favourable results. You've heard me, you know, talking about here about the circle of competency and, and competency is a, a key theme that I, you know, bang on and bang the drum about all the time. You know, I even wrote, you know, my book was all about competency and how to become, you know, a competent, confident and competitive neurophysio. And competency really is king. You know, if if you're if you lack competency, like saying relate relating this podcast to, to clinical practice in any of those three key areas. Then you're always going to struggle to get those results you want with your patients get those consistent positive patient results and actually being helped help to patients you know like you want to do help them out of pain and sort of back to back to function one thing we've you know not even touched on this podcast and this is you know probably going to be a completely different episode is but it's the interaction or the involvement of some of those non-clinical skills so again No, you could absolutely nail your assessment. Be you know a great hands-on therapist, even brighter, a great you know rehab program. But if you have poor clinical, non-clinical skills, so if you have a poor ability to communicate the information you found, whether that's relating to your diagnosis, prognosis, you know rehab planning, to your patient, then maybe you're going to struggle with patient adherence because they maybe not understand. You know exactly what you're what you're doing they don't understand the actual treatment plan and they don't understand the steps that you're going to have to take them through to, to get them to their you know their end goal whatever that is whether that's you know running a, a 5k run getting back in the gym getting back to work you know whatever their sort of outcome goal is so that's something we've not touched on and obviously it's been very sort of clinical focused in relation to our assessments you know, treatment and sort of rehab but that's something that you also need to be aware of and that's definitely an area that I see of new grads that they lack competency in. you know very much so so sort of moving moving on and but in many ways it's almost like sticking you know with competency if you want to learn some more about improving your own clinical competency I've got loads of resources uh, recently updated the, the sort of website so please check out com. there's blogs there's links to some of the other podcasts and uh, some free to sort of downloads and resources for you to sort of have a look at and really you know the key the key thing you know i've talked about competency in this podcast but what what i'm trying to deliver as you know in these podcasts in the blogs that i write is all about helping you actually develop the, the competency really that you need to get the patient results that you actually want. You know, we all go into the this game for, for the same be actually to help people out. It's, you know, it's very rewarding when we're able to take away someone's pain. And not only that, get them back into the, the things that they enjoy. But being competent with, you know, with your clinical practice is, is obviously key and being competent with your assessment skills, with your hands-on treatment skills and your rehab skills. So if you're, you know, identifying an issue with, any of those three, you know, three key areas, then you need to obviously do something about it. First you need to acknowledge what's going on, but then put a plan in place to actually to to upskill to, to learn the, the actual skill sets you actually need relative to that particular problem. And then obviously then the the positive patient results, those consistent results you want your patients will follow. So to round up the, today's sort of podcast, number one, you need to sort of be really clear with the relationship between that you know your assessment skills, your hands-on treatment skills, and your rehab skills, and that circle of competency. And understand why you need competency in all these areas. Secondly, identifying your own practice and your own clinical practice, maybe which area or areas that you need to you know give attention to, and need to prioritise to be actually able to upskill to get you the the sort of results you want with the patients or athletes that you're working with. And and lastly, and probably most importantly. Is take action now. Now that you know, or you've identified a, a potential problem, something you need to work on. Now you need to do something about it. So just being, a, being aware that you you know maybe your objective assessment skills aren't quite what they need to be is not enough. Obviously, they need to go away and actually upskill, actually learn what you need to learn to make those objective testing skills much better, so you can get to the end of your assessment and be, be really, you know, I've nailed down exactly what the problems are with the patients you're working with, as an example. You know, because if, if you don't do that, you're just going to risk one area of incompetency affecting everything else you do as a New Grad Physio, as a New Grad Sports Therapist, or a New Grad Sports rehabilitator. So any questions related to this particular podcast, obviously just reach out to me, whether that's email, com or leave a comment wherever you're sort of seeing this this sort of podcast. I love to sort of hear your thoughts and get your feedback uh, about the podcast and the material I'm sort of putting up there. If you're having, you have know, any problems around competency or around anything else, just sort of hit, hit me up, let me know what you're struggling with, maybe what a, a potential theme that you might want me to cover in, in a podcast or a blog or some of the other resources that i have put together. But whatever you've got on the rest of your day, enjoy yourself and I will speak to you all soon. Thanks for listening to the NewGrad Physio podcast. If you've enjoyed this content, you will love my website, NewGradPhysio.com, which is packed full of free content to help you NewGrad Physio, Sports Therapist or Sports Rehabilitator overcome the specific challenges you face day to day in your clinical practice. Here you can view my blog and you can also download my NewGrad Physio survival guide, which shows you the specific skill sets you need to know to survive as a NewGrad therapist working in your role in the NHS, private practice or sport. I'm really passionate about the new grad physio and trying to help as many new grad therapists as I can. So if you've enjoyed the podcast, then please leave a review. And even better, tell somebody else about it. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you're up to, and here's to your own successful new grad journey.